three, two, not even a one on me. <laughs> that's, what, that's what Freddie does. He goes in five, four, three, two. two. That's what I just did. Welcome back, Diet Carly. Our show's better than iCarly. Dude, in the shower today. Very debatable. But continue. We don't have a Spencer, so it's not fair. Carry in the, the shower, what were you going to say? Oh, no. I was saying that, like, if I had to, like, rank all gear, no what game. Because you, you know how we only talk about UFC, really? It's hard to. I haven't really talked about NFL, MLB, NBA for, like, <laughs> a year, year, pretty much. I was thinking of, like, new names for the podcast. Well, no, it should no, still I, be called All Gear, No oh, Game. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you could change the graphic, hmm? the the graphic of it. Yeah. No, but I guess <laughs> the thing that I was thinking about is what would be another name? Yeah. But I was thinking prelim podcast because are we main event? Definitely not. Are we co-main? No. Are we main card, undercard? I hate Definitely that. not. I hate that. We're like I hate that. the no, prelim. sick fight that opens up the night. We're the first prelim. That's how low we are in the rankings in the world of podcasting. But we're like the hidden gem. Yeah, maybe give yourself. We're the hidden gem. We're like when Daniel Woolly Cat oh Santos God. opens up a card. Give we're like Natalia Silva opens up a card. The Reba prelim. Give yourself some more credit than the prelim podcast. Dude, we're literally the preliminary podcast. I hate that. Yeah, well, it's staying all gear no game. It's always gonna be. (laughs) It's always gonna be all gear no game forever and always. God, I can speak this close if I want. Bad if you speak right into it, but you might be. She's usually right on these things because she's right about everything. Good. uh, I've trained you well. It's um okay. It's been a while, but the thing with this is, the longer the time elapses in between episodes. The more news about your sequel. <laughs> we start this and he goes, this is going to be a quick 10 minutes. Quick thus. 10 minute. Doubt it's going to be 10 minutes. Ahsoka was pretty good. Not going to lie. We're kind of... Only murders. We don't need a fourth season. But we don't. we're going to get one, so... Cool. I'm not mad about it because it's one of those just like shows you kind of throw on. It's like on a Tuesday. Yeah, and it's very like fall-esque. So I love watching it in the fall because it just gives me like fall vibes. Yeah, we'll talk about UFC now. Um, no, I'm speaking. Thank you. <laughs> um, And I've been watching Keeping Up With Kardashians came back on and American Horror Story. I need to watch the new episode. Horror Story? Since yeah. when do you watch that? You... I don't normally, but Kim Kardashian's on this season, so I want to watch it. Why do you like her so much? I don't like her so much. I just think they're so interesting. And Mm -hmm. she's not an actress. Like, you can even tell in the show, like, doesn't come natural. I'll say that. It's a little, there's parts I'm like, oh, that was a little cringe. Yeah. Well, she's not an actor. Yeah, exactly. So it's interesting seeing her do this, knowing, like, she's not really a great actress. Yeah. But continue, sorry. No, what I was going to say is that who cares about Kim Kardashian? What I also was going to say was the, not this upcoming card, not next, <laughs> but after UFC 294, which in and of itself is a really decent fight card, worth, like if there's any card that's worth the eighty so dollars. So eighty how much? Hmm? How much is it? Pay per view is seventy nine ninety nine. 
Jeez, Louise. It's really easy. Just go on Streamy so you can get it for free. Yeah, and then they all shut down. Mm-mm. Sheridan watches. Then why don't you do that every time? He only watches NFL though. But you Actually, said he got YouTube. Didn't you like you one time went on it and like you think it's so funny because they get taken down? Sometimes, yeah. But don't do that because we want to pay the fighters right we want to give them their pay-per-view points dude they're getting paid regardless <laughs> well well depends on who you are depends on who you are for sure um quick picks only things to really look out for on this week's card because we have other things to talk about because this is going to be a fun podcast we're not just going to bore you with grant dawson and bobby king green only hardcores are going to be watching this i'll probably watch them for sure but i'm not there's nothing that i'm jumping out yeah. of my like Bill Algio versus Alexander Hernandez could be good. Joe Pfeiffer, interesting to see what he does. Joaquin Buckley's on here. The guy to look out for, though, is Mataj Mendonch. Because this dude gave Javid Basharat the future bantamweight champion of the world his hardest fight to date. And it was his first fight in the UFC. So please watch him against Nate Mayhem Manis. Wait. Mataj is moving down to 125. He's going to be a wrecker there. That's another 125 beast mode. So we're going to see. have to see how he does. Then after that, we could have another, a new favorite flyweight um, title contender there because Mataj Mendo, dude, he's so good everywhere. He can touch you, good ground game, everything. But I think that the main thing that really got me excited as I was going through fights, because I feel like we just... I haven't been doing this for a while, you know? It's been a lot of beaver this and beaver that. Oh, 49er this, 49er that. 5-0, and oh, baby. We're going to be 5-0 and oh after this week. Let's go. Let's Sunday Night Football versus the Cowboys. I'm going to predict. I've missed talking about NFL. I know. You should start doing that. Anyway we're going to go. We're going to go. Um, we're going to go. I think it's going to be like 27. 17. Maybe 20. 27, 20. No, dude, we have to keep the 30 streak alive. With We've scored 30 points like every game. That would be sick. We did. We scored 30. We scored more than 30 last game, though, I think. It was like oh. 32 or something. I forget. Dang, there was like three games it was 30 in a row? Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. It's actually insane. Um, Why don't you and Sharon do a pod? We should. Yeah, he's doing nothing right now. Yeah, exactly. Besides school. He, he and that. that's hard work so well yeah obviously yes but, he, but so he's not doing nothing Something. no i mean like he, social life he doesn't have any friends up there. okay let's not bully him anymore <laughs> he's already <laughs> going through it guys i mean when you're looking at a card that's not a pay-per-view about card holy jeepers dude jeepers. the almeida blades card could be one of the sickest. It has the potential to be the craziest. And I know I say that usually a lot. But I mean, <laughs> the name value on this yeah. card is crazy. Okay, at the bottom, Mark Casey's leading it off. Then you got David Onama versus Lucas Alexander. Money fight. David Onama shows up every single time. Usually in an exciting fight. And then you move up one. Daniel Willie Cat Santos versus Daniel Marcos. Neither of them... I mean, actually, Daniel Marcos, he kind I think he kind of got lucky his last fight. He could have went either way. I forgot who he fight, fought. But Daniel Willicat Santos, he beat, uh, did he beat, it was Johnny Munoz his last time out. And then he beat um, John Castaneda. But he's one of my favorite fighters, obviously. We talk about him all the time. But that, the Daniel Willicat Santos, his last fight, it was a little bit dicey, though, because he, he, he got 
um, he hit Munoz with a couple fouls. I forget. It was a couple nut shots on some kicks, mm. I think. So it was not that great of a fight. So he's going to be looking to come back strong, baby. And then Denise Gomes coming off that freaking knockout over, uh, what's her name? Howrigi? Everyone's like, oh, Howrigi this, Howrigi that. <laughs> Denise Gomes fucking puts her lights out. She's a 115er, dude. When you get a 115er putting people's lights out, that's dangerous. I mean, that's a special kind of athlete right there, yeah. right? And she looks like a stud. She's going to be fighting Angela Hill. Great fight. Then you get Rina Fakhradinov versus <laughs> Zaleski Dos Santos. I mean, Zaleski Dos Santos, dude. This guy is the only man to beat um, Benoit Santini in a war, and he is built like an absolute tank. Versus Rina Frakadinov, who literally has <laughs> never lost in his life for like a long time. And he just ran through, who was it that he fought? Oh, it was uh, Kevin Lee. I mean, he just buzzsawed right through Kevin Lee. This is fight. Frakadinov ran through somebody? <laughs> he fucked him. <laughs> Dude, Rina Frakadinov. This card is sick. So these two guys, these are like big, strong, hefty men in the welterweight division. Gonna be going at it. Like these are alpha males getting locked up in a cage together. Then after that. After that, after that, you get Elvis Brenner versus Esteban Rebevix, who Esteban Rebevix is my favorite fighter, best 155er. If I had to choose one person for you to watch MMA, go watch Esteban Rebevix, okay? Because the guy, stand up everything, his little Kimura technique that he uses to get up off the ground whenever people take him down, but his takedown defense is like good. He just kind of gets a little bit eager on the feet when he starts landing combinations, starts to feel himself. People hit him with some, um, like, good takedown they hit him with some takedowns that he just isn't expecting but he's fighting elvis brenner who came back and beat demir ishmagulov and his freaking hair was red that fight was crazy and he had can't i think he came back and did he beat no it was guram katadaladze that he did that against um not demir demir lost to grant dawson who's fighting this week but this fight's gonna be crazy and um that's freaking sick then we got vitor petrino versus modestas balkaskas Vitor Petrino has the biggest legs in the entire UFC. I mean, the guy, he must have the biggest quad circumference in the whole entire league. And he's a 205-er. Not even heavyweight, bro. For fighting Modestus is a great fight. Then you get Ishmael Bonfim for Vince Pichel. Vince Pichel. He's got his freaking uh, bare-knuckle boxer mustache for Ismael's coming off that loss to... Um, Benoit Saint-Denis on short notice. And he's going to be coming back. He's always an exciting fight. I mean... UFC debut in Brazil, baby. Knocks out Terrence McKenney, who is soaring. So that's a sick-ass fight. Then you get Rodolfo Vieira versus Armand Petrosian. Rodolfo Vieira looks like he's on every steroid. And he's jacked versus Armand Petrosian. Good striker. It's going to be a fun fight. Rodrigo Nascimento versus Dante Mays. Somebody's going to go out in the first round because they're two heavyweights going at it. Then you get Caio Borjalio, who is probably one of the more underrated middleweights, who's so good on the ground and can knock you out, versus Narsultan Ruzboyev, who is... In his first fight in the UFC, I'm pretty sure, against uh, Bruno Fijera. This guy is the biggest motherfucking eight, 185 pounds. Like, he's so huge. He's like 6'4", 80-something inch reach. I don't even know his exact measurables, bro. But he is absolutely massive. And, man, his nickname's Black. That's a good nickname. No, he's 6'5". He's 6'5". Reach. It says his reach isn't even available. That's how big it is. It says N.A. on Tapology. Just kidding. You were supposed to laugh at that. Fuck. <laughs> I thought God it was for damn real. It. <laughs> like, it's just so long. We yeah. can't. The tape measure just stopped after like 79, dude. So whatever. <laughs> it's just not available right now. I was like, wait, really? <laughs> like, I was just entranced by what you were it saying. It says tentacles. Yeah, but Kaio versus Nursultan Rizaboyev. I mean, that's a freaking grinder fight. And then 
Oui, Gabriel Bonfim versus Nicholas Dalby. Nicholas Dalby's done well recently, and Gabriel Bonfim is one of the more promising welterweights in the entire UFC division because he just absolutely will pull guillotine on you whenever he wants. I'm pretty sure that he has, what is it, two guillotine finishes or whatever in his last couple fights when he beat Munir Lazez. He pulled guillotine, and then didn't he hit Trevin Giles with guillotine as well? And then his contender series fight, he took out Trey Waters with a Von Flu choke. So you'd think, oh, just stay off the ground with this guy, right? Just stay off the ground with him? Oh, but you don't want to stand with him either because it'll knock you on kanjas. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this fight card's sick. And then to top it off, All right. we get Jailton Almeida versus Curtis Blades. Jailton Almeida's greatest test to date. Let's see if he can pin Curtis Blades on his back because if he does, oh boy, we're going to have another... We're gonna The UFC heavyweight division is in a really good spot right now between... Sergey, Tommy, Aspinall, and Almeida, because those guys are legitimate threats to John Bones. Even though I think John probably beats There's all those guys except Tom As. Tom Aspinall is the hardest fight. I just really want to see what Jailton can do against Curtis Blades because John Bones, Jones. Okay, that's what I thought you said. John Bone, John Jones, but you said John Bones. His nickname is Bones. Oh, I was like, there's a John Bones and John Jones. That's confusing. <laughs> Dude, that clip when uh, Francis Ngannou was on the Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson podcast. Uh-huh. And the Brandon Schaub <laughs> is like, uh, <laughs> you should fight John Africa. And then he's Mike like, Tyson's like, he's like, who the hell is John, John Africa? Africa? No, no, John in Africa, bro. <laughs> That's gotta be it. Made, that's one clip that I could watch that thousands of times. It's it so would funny. never not be. And then because Mike is like, John Africa. No, John in Africa. Oh, but it seriously sounds. He said John Africa. <laughs> so good. Yeah. God damn it. Play clip here. Yeah. Cal put it up. No, I think. I think if I did anything like that, my computer would explode on... Oh. <laughs> I don't know. You can't edit that well. I don't know. It doesn't do the editing skills. It doesn't do the editing skills. But <laughs> let's see if Almeida can hold blades on his back because it's like a little bit sketchy because it's like how long can Almeida go, especially in a five-round fight? How long can he pin someone down if he can't get the finish? And how good is a stand-up when he can't really do his push kick anymore and then shoot a double leg so yeah we'll see it'll be a good fight i think curtis blades obviously has a great shot here just because of his background in wrestling but it's hard to imagine i mean nobody's really tested jalton almeida let's try to rattle off jalton almeida's fights he beat uh danilo marquez yeah and then he beat you're asking the wrong girl for fact checks did he beat Anton Turkali? He beat... Who needs to retire because he has CTE now, probably? Uh, he beat... What's CTE? Something encephalopathy or something. Chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Encephalopathy? What the hell? I can't say it. It's a hard word. And then he beat... Uh, fucking uh, Rosenstrike? Did he beat Parker Porter? why are we it's been it's been a long day like the brain is fried right now yeah he beat oh yeah he beat danilo parker porter when he that was his first fight at heavyweight Look then he beat turkali he beat shamil abdurakimov yes 
dub, easy dub, money. Dub, dub. Dude, he just absolutely dubs people. <laughs> He's got a loss. Such a good fight car, huh? Yeah. We gotta have. We have that. What did I say Please. though? What did I say though? I made a clip. Go run it up right now. Elvis Brenner versus uh. <laughs> run it up. Elvis Brenner versus Esteban Rivovix. I said, circle this shit on your calendar because it's going to be a war, but I didn't realize every fight on that car is going to be a war. High five, you called it. Ah. I didn't realize every car, fight on that car is going to be a war, though. Every car is going to be a freaking war. <laughs> Man, you are something else, dude. Bianca is so funny. But what about 290? We got 294 coming up, though? Hamzat versus paulo costa that's crazy we'll get to this later but there's so but i think the main one is javid bashrat's gonna be on there but we'll get to that there's so many good like trevor peak dude there's so many good fun dudakova dudakova is a really good girl fighter too all right let's go um what what's the last thing we want to do i was gonna make a video but i didn't have a lot of time to prepare um Ooh, we're doing a tier chart tier chart I, I think that I was thinking about this, and it's like, Kellen's never really done... Like, I have the um, UFC rankings for um, pound for pound, but I've never, like, personally done my own opinionated pound for pound rankings, I feel like. I've never, like, done that myself. So I was like, why not? Good, good on-the-spot little game we can play. Yeah. We can do a collectively one, too, and then after we're done... We can, um, after we're done with the top 15 fighters, we can compare that to the one the UFC has on the website. Okay. All right. Who do you think that your number one pound for pound fighter is? I'll give you options because there's, two, there's two there's obvious so options. Many. You can go Islam Makachev. <laughs> you can go Alexander Volkanovsky. Or you can go John Bones Jones. Not <clears throat> Charles Oliveira. Well, No. Because I mean he could I mean is he your pound for pound best fighter? No, but what are we? I mean he's pound for pound most exciting fighter. We'll but do he's that. Not the best. You just want to do that instead. Mm. Most exciting guys instead of pound for pound. I think I would be better at that. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah, we can do that. I just need to find. But I don't think Charles Oliveira is that exciting. Who's the most exciting fighter? You think? I mean, Sugar Sean's pretty up there, I feel like. I mean, that is the most fangirl thing to say. No, I'm not a fangirl of him at all. You know that. I think that Sean O'Malley's build-up to fights is the most exciting, for sure. I've seen him fight some real duds. True. Pound for pound, I'd say I'd rather watch. My most exciting guy? Yeah, because you would have the best answer. I mean, Ilya Toporia. Yeah, let's do him. Taporia is the most exciting guy. Like, the most exciting, well-known guy, I feel like. Yeah. Outside of Charles Oliveira. Like, I've, there's obviously a bunch of guys that are extremely skilled, but they're not, like, they could f- lose any time. But True. Ilya manages to do that and not lose, which is extremely impressive, okay? So, I guess, yeah, Ilya is my pound-for-pound pound most exciting guy. Okay. I mean, and then I guess, in terms of, like... There, we have to rank all... No, no, no. We're just we can let's just do one for each tier. Okay, because that's a lot. It says number it's champion number one contender three through five, six seven, to seven. Yeah, eight, nine. I guess we can do fifteen. It's not going to take that long. Like only fifteen. We're not doing. They just give you a bunch of options because there's okay. like fifty guys on here. Yeah, there's a ton. I think that for um number one contender, it's gotta be like. I think that you gotta go with. 
Volk. It's either Volk or Max, probably. Oh, but yeah. I think that's kind of biased, though. This is really hard. I, I honestly, most exciting guy, just straight up off this list. I think that I'm gonna have to go either like, ha- like Hamza, like gets me oh, pumped to watch that. Yeah, like he's so good, and he's he, he, when he now from now on he's only gonna be fighting tough fights. I feel like. So maybe yeah, if I can just find him, Jesus Christ, there he is. There's my boy. Jesus. <laughs> Did you input? All of those people? No. Oh, I was like, jeez. All right. So you got Champion, Ilya, Hamza. All right. Next three through five in no particular order. I think that I'm going to go Jailton Almeida just because Jailton Almeida. (laughs) I have to scroll seven or eight times just to get here. (laughs) We'll go Jailton just because he has the most exciting grappling style. People get mad at grappling. How do you get mad at grappling when there's a constant ground and pound attack? And also a constant submission threat. That is very exciting. True. Um, next one, I will have to go with. You have anyone that sticks out to you on here? We have guys like. I mean, I really love Robert. Yes, Robert is a great fighter. Did he not go on there up that high? Depends on who he's fighting. You'd put him more. I like put six, him in like seven. a six, seven, eight, nine range, maybe, maybe ten, eleven. Maybe 12, 13. I don't even know if we make my list right now, to be honest. Okay, valid. But she Um, likes Robert. Robert's the man, though. I mean... Dude, you gotta go Charles Dubronx, Loki, though. Okay. I'm going Charles Oliveira after Gileton Almeida, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's valid. Okay. One more for that one. One more. Um, We've got a plethora of folk uh okay like it's really tough because it's like volk is really good but he's so much better than a lot of his competition that it's kind of fucking boring sometimes you know when you look at them like this they all look alike it's a lot of i know like they all have similar hairstyles i know like this whole row right there it's like similar hair they really do a lot of brown hair. Yeah, if you want to be in the UFC, like so there's not much, a lot of blondies, huh? There's not a lot of The only blondies. blondie is like Charles Dubronx, and it's not even real. <laughs> there's that guy. Dan? Dan Hooker dyed his hair. Grant Dawson. I was going to say, Dan Hooker's hair is not that light, but no. <laughs> that makes sense. Ah, Okay, next one. Last one. We'll go, we'll go Tom Aspinall, just because he's so damn good. Where did, I, where did I just set? Oh, wait, never mind. JDM, Jack Della. That's my boy right there. Jack Della Maddalena. So he is so put... good. Ow. Okay, where, where did I put Tommy Boy now? Dude, I just kicked it again. You oh. just kicked yourself? I kicked the chair. How did that even happen? I have no idea. Yeah, put Tom in, what is it, five to something? Man, it's really like, where's Waldo in here? They all look the same, bruh. Dude, where did I set his ass? Oh, there we go. Jesus Christ. Oh, no. What? No, God. Okay, actually, we'll we'll put this down. Huh? All right, we're, 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 we're switching up. We're maneuvering right now because we have some exciting mofos, okay? We forgot about Michael Chandler. 
and Justin oh Gaethje, bro. Oh, my God. God, you silly willy. About- <laughs> oh, bro. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Are you not entertained? Are you Michael's not entertained? number one contender. No. Yes. <laughs> Iron Mike. What? Iron Mike. No. Yes. Okay. All right. Fine. We got Ilya Deboria. We, uh, we changed it up right now. We got Ilya Deboria. Iron Mike. Chandler. No. And then yeah. we're gonna go Justin the highlight reel Gaethje. And then yes. Charles Oliveira. Yes. yes. Then I like this so far. Ha- is that Hamza? Yeah. And then Jack Della. Della. And then we got Tom. And then we Aspen got Giles and Almeida. Yeah. Good shit. Okay, now we move on to eight and nine, which actually you're supposed to move him down to eight. Okay. All right. Who the hell do we have next? I guess you got to put Max on here. For sure. Sh- fucking freaking you gotta put Alex. V- you got you to gotta get Vulcan here yeah. without a doubt. Yep. Yeah. What about? Oh, Poirier's exciting too, huh? What about uh Connor or dude? Connor's Connor, dead. To um, me. what's his name? Not Connor. The other one I don't like. God, I say Poirier's Colby. eleven. Colby, Colby just shoots all day. No way. I mean, like Colby is really exciting. Don't get me wrong, but he has to have the right dance partner. Obviously, just destroys you. What about? Oh, Sergey's a great fighter. Sergey Pavlovian. Pavlovich. Yes. Yes. I think we're I think we're dialing dialing in this list. Jesus Christ. Okay, now who's next? Man. What oh about, wait, like, we got Smiley? Brandon Moreno. Where is that little man? Okay, let's not call him that. No, he's the man though. Where's that little man? If I have a splinter or something, but there's only my Who who are you thinking? I don't know. I said that one smiley guy. Smiley? His name is like Smile. Sam? Sam Smile. Smile. Sam Alvey? Yeah. Dude, Sam Alvey, honorary member of my exciting list. Because he is in good fights. No, but we won't. We won't put him on Dude, this is tough. Okay, so right now, Ilya, Michael, Justin, Charles, Hamza, Jack, Tom, Jailton, Max, Alex, you do some first name, Poirier, some last name, some Moreno, first name. Pavlovich, <laughs> Tom, and then oh Alex. man, we got the Tibetan eagle on this. Dang, these this whoever did this list knows what they're doing. Oh, Hiri Prohachka, so long. he is so exciting. Who's that guy again? Let me see. Oh, he just went away because it's funny how you could literally just I know like I don't even need the names of these all of these guys and I can tell you. Like that's a lot of people, I feel like. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you could tell us. I know like every I know actually every person on this that's list. That's so impressive. Pick one, pick one, pick one. What's his name? That is Sean Brady. Whoa, what about that guy? Sergey Spivak. Oh. I know that's what he looks like. Cheeto Vera, Marlon. Andre Mooney's. Dang. Mataj Gamra. That's the Tibetan Eagle. <laughs> uh, Sumudarji. That is Alex Perez. Okay, last one. Alex Caceres. Dang, that's 
<laughs> Bruce Leroy. I mean, these are like the best guys in the div- in the UFC. Let's go. In the division. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna say even when I before I stop saying it. Oh man, last one, last one. Who makes the list out of all seventy guys here? Oh yeah, year's really good. Yeah, year. It's gonna go to yeah year. Yeah. So it's some combo of this is like if I had to show you UFC, I feel like you're in pretty good hands of only you can only watch these guys. Yeah. Go go through the list again. At fifteen, Yair Rodriguez. Fourteen, Hiri Prohaska. Number thirteen, Sergey Pavlovich. Number twelve, Brandon Moreno. Seems like every title fight, Brandon Moreno is crazy. Got Dustin the Diamond Poirier, boxing clinic every time. Um, Alexander Volkanovsky, not always exciting all the time, but he's extremely skilled. So it's like yeah. you just have to appreciate that. Max Holloway, True. when he gets in the zone, dialed in, starts smack talking, dropping you a little bit. Like he's crazy good. Um, and then. Like his Korean zombie fight was ridiculous. Jael Tanamata, most ex- impressive grappling style in all the UFC. Tom Aspinall, most well-rounded, best threat to Johnny Bones. Jack Dallamedalana, sickest walkout song in the UFC. Also, he um, is just What's the most untouchable. What's song? Uh, some ACDC song. Oh, it's like, oi, Yeah. <laughs> I really got Dang. it off that. Oh, dude, what the? What is that? It's not the one that's like I on the sunset on your color TV screen. I know, I know. Women to the right. TNT, Basie DC. It's on TNT. Give right. me that part. Right. Dude, I was I was spacing. TNT. Dynamite. We're going to get sued by Death Row Records. Remember my mom? You said, what did you say it was? ACDC? Yeah. And then Hamzat after Jack, Charles, Justin. Wait, what do you mean remember your mom? What the happened? most exciting guy on the roster, Michael Chandler and the Elite of Warrior. Hmm? What happened? You remember she thought she said your one of your students' dads got you like a Death Row record or something oh not a freaking dutch bros gift card yeah come on mom oh baby um we're at 31 wait can i actually do one thing just so we have a thing right now is um but i just a one quick thing that i want to say and i might end up redoing it but this is one thing that i did want to say since we were on the topic of jdm jackie three names jack della madalena the nicest fighter in the division, the greatest. Uh, he, I, don't, I don't know, bro. But he's the man, okay? And he's catching a lot of heat right now. After the Hafez fight, Kevin Holland's sparring match, which, I, in my opinion, I thought was a good fight, but he's catching so much heat for no reason. And it's like, you guys need to accept the fact that nobody is going to beat Jack Della Maddalena. He has the skill set where. Nobody is going to like. You have to knock this man unconscious because if it goes to a decision, he gets screwed. Every single time that happens, there's going to be a valid argument for him winning that fight. There's just no, not a lot of ways to beat him. He's dealt with Kevin Holland, who's probably the biggest problem striker in the division. Okay, outside of Stephen Wonderboy and probably the champion, and. Like, 
the way that he can just manage distance, find his shots. He didn't land. Sure, he didn't get his. He didn't get that knockout blow against Kevin Holland. Okay, but you can't take this man down. You can't outstrike him. What way are you going to beat him? The only way that he loses or gets in trouble is low IQ decisions. The Hafez fight, he was in control of all of those standing exchanges for the most part, and he decided to just pull Giti multiple times and then lay on his back for the rest of the rounds, but he was doing the most damage. But I just get really frustrated when people, like, usually I don't really care where I can just scroll through comments fine. Who cares? People can think what they want to think, all right? But his skill set is undeniable. Do not, like, say he's boring because he's not. Don't say he's overrated because he is so unbelievably good, all right? And what is Kellen doing? Oh, Kellen, you're just saying this, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah? Well, I will prove to you. I'll prove you wrong. For the maybe a few people that will see this, he's going to hold gold within the next two years. I can guarantee that. Nobody is going to be able to take him down consistently. Sure, when he's in his little, when he's in his flow state, ripping the body, throwing shots at your dome. Of course, maybe a good grappler could do a crazy blast double and get on his back. But he's not, like, he just has every, he ticks every box in terms of what you want in a fighter to do. When he's down on the scorecards, or when he thinks he's down on the scorecards, he's going to push the pace, and he, every single time, he finds ways to land his shots and sway the pendulum into his favor, okay? There's just, he doesn't accept any bad, I mean, sure, he was really tired, but like that next round and stuff, he's not ever going to just lay down and die. He just wants to fight. That's all he wants to do, dude. He's a scrapper, bro. And so I just really needed to get that off my chest because the main key takeaway He's never going. I, I really have a hard time believing that he's ever going to clearly lose a fight. There's just not a lot of outlets for guys to beat him, dude. He just has that kind of skill set where if it goes to a decision, he gets screwed, sure. But is he going to come out of that fight? Like, are we going to really truly come out of that fight saying, like, oh, yeah, Jack got his ass handed to him that fight? I highly doubt it. That's all I have to say, man. It's just he's a special guy and he's a breath of fresh air in a UFC that. And kind of sport right now that is built upon trying to make the most money and just putting on a persona or act. And he's not about that life, which is sick. And you can tell that the kind of the other guys get on his nerves a little bit. And he has that fire under his belly, bro. Like he wants to prove himself every single time because it does get under his skin. Like even though he does seem really chill and nice, at the end of the day, that guy locks himself up in an octagon and faces badass men. So, you know, he wants to prove people wrong, and he will. He's going to get his opportunity soon. Can't wait to see him back in the outcome. But, I mean, stop with this hey, dude. It's preposterous, man. He is such a good contender, and he makes the welterweight division so much more interesting because we haven't really seen a striker really have that much success in that, divi- in that division, bro. And let's be real. Leon Edwards, he had a good second fight against Kamara Usman, but he was 50 seconds away from, like, Kamara Usman remaining to be champ, you know? Like, that's crazy to me, how many freaking things that we've had that have just altered the direction of history. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Kamara Usman, I can't. It doesn't even matter, bro. All right. Thank you, guys. It does matter. It doesn't, but it's just crazy how many, how close we were to expecting certain things to happen and then it just doesn't go that way. like it just crazy mm-hmm. 
the butterfly effect, how things kind of change in an instant. You know? Like how just one single change. What? Did a smurf like disintegrate over here? There's like no, blue I, fingernail <laughs> I took off my shavings polish. everywhere. Just it looks like a smurf just went to the bathroom. This <laughs> <laughs> is a pile. Okay, guys. Thank you. And uh, you know what? We're going to be back better than ever. See you in two months. Uh, don't say that. Bye. <laughs>